Oh, hi there. This is Conversation Piece, a podcast where me, Dave Melillo, talks to other people about really cool stuff. And on this week's episode of the podcast, I have Evangelia. She is a, I can't even call her up and coming. She is a musician from New York. Uh, she's extremely talented, uh, pretty young as well. Uh, just a lot of great things going for her. She has an amazing voice. You'll hear her t- uh, sing a little bit on the podcast, but we also did uh, a cover that I threw up on Instagram and uh, she did as well over the weekend. But I was just so impressed with her, not only her singing ability, her songwriting ability, but also her work ethic. I mean, all the things that she describes that she does between, you know, uh, practicing with a band and playing all these shows and and top lining for other artists and writing her own music. And I mean, she's just a hustler through and through. So yeah, I was really actually lucky to, to be... Um, be hooked up with her for this episode of the podcast because I think she's going to be huge uh, in the future and hopefully she takes me with her. She just recently wrote a song with Christian Navarro from the Netflix show 13 Reasons Why. It's called Hello Again. You should totally go listen to it. She has a SoundCloud um, slash Evangelia Music. That's E-V-A-N-G-E-L-I-A Music. And she also has an Instagram. It's E-V-A-N-G-E-L-I-A Music as well. All right, well, without further ado, here's uh, Evangelia. All right, cool. No, you could, yeah, you could have music on. I've, I've done that before. My buddy, my buddy Flo is um, a DJ, and he actually had, like, a, like, his set playing the whole time. Really? Yeah, it was great, though, because, like, that was Should his Should we vibe. have my, my set? I don't, you know, it might be. Is that be, weird? Should we, should we play? Um, I think it might. You it's know what? It's a little what? weird, right? It's, it's not instrumental. I did listen to that song. I, I'm going to botch it. It's the song with Christian. It was really Hello good. Hello again. It's really good. Thank you. Again, I wasn't like, okay. Music with celebrities, you never know. Right. You never know. Right. But it was really it was good. Thank you. Yeah, I was again not. It's okay. You could be surprised. Your song was good because what's the single that I that you forwarded me? Uh, the first one. No, yeah, it's great. <laughs> I only oh, on this one. Yeah. I oh, is this pull a single? Up Facebook. Yeah. I never pulled YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. How many? That's great. Congratulations. Thank you. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Evangelia. Evangelia. Right? Evangelia. It's yeah, okay. You got I it. called you Evangelina like six times before. I was like, oh yeah, she's Evangelina <laughs> coming up. How? It's all good. How angry does that make you? Because I know you get it. You it have does. To. You know, I'm just very used to it. I mean, I prefer Evangelina to Evangelica. Do you get it? You know, Evangelica. I get Evangelica. <laughs> Sometimes and uh, with the right crowd, that might go over really well. Yeah, yeah. So um, Evangelina's, you know, I give it a pass, and I, you know, say, oh, it's actually Evangelia, no N. You know, let's see with the hand too. And it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I have Melillo's my name. Uh, I lived in Florida for the last time, so the whole time I lived in Florida was Melijo. Melijo. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I sound it like the I say it like the whitest guy ever. Melijo. Is your name David Melijo? <laughs> I like that accent you I got like, there. Yeah, I got it. I got y'all's. <laughs> or Melijo, right? Two L's could be a J or an H, I think. In, in Spanish. Spanish, yes. Right? In Spanish. Something yeah. Like that. that works. Evangelia though, not Evangelina. And you got twenty yes. is this this is the song I listened to. No. The twenty five you can speak, Lydia, it's okay. I don't know. I mean No, it's fine. It's it's totally chill. What song is this? 
thing about you. Yeah. This yes. is this was my November release okay. so yes yeah, my November release and uh, I released it with a music video so it was the first time I released a music video cool um, we really pushed it on Facebook more and uh, but it's also on YouTube and um, I was really really excited and proud of it because I worked with amazing people on it and these I was amazing gonna people ask are who, my friends <laughs> yeah who, who recorded it because it sounds like really pro the way that it was produced the track yeah it was um, it's produced by John Buscema who's okay. done um, actually all pretty much all my songs that are out right now and a few more that are on the way and he's amazing I'm really really lucky to work with him yeah. uh, he works on a, various projects and he's been recognized um, by BMI for you know being a dope producer yeah. and so I'm just really really lucky to to work with him that's great did you just meet him on the street getting this like at this table yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> not quite like that um, <laughs> we were connected uh, through email through a mutual um, mutual I don't call it friend I guess friend uh, that's kind of friend in music no not sure. friend of me you know friend in music that you know thought we would work well together I was looking for I was kind of looking for the right match um, to figure out my sound uh, for who I was going to work with on it and because I was in a period of exploration kind of writing with a ton of different people and I still am writing with a lot of different people but just trying to find that right fit yeah for ultimately for like a project that'll come out being cohesive and ideally mostly you know with one producer so it has that sound yeah and so I was kind of in search of that and um, my friend Aurora uh, Pfeiffer she um, she sent out the email we got together and started working and this was the first song we did together and then we did like four more that's so, great that on the first song yeah. you got kind of hit it out of the park you yeah because you don't know it could Absolutely. there could be a few that suck before you get something good. Yeah. yeah yeah so it just felt really right i wrote this um on piano before coming to him and or most of it i had written and i showed it to him and then we just we finished it together and i was like yes and i didn't know i didn't hear the produce part of it yet because we had just recorded the piano part and then he sent me a demo with some of like the beat that he did behind it, and I was like, "Yeah." Was that all? Was that him? That sounds great. That's well, that's cool. So your process is basically like you come up with like the raw kernel of the song. Is that yeah. how it usually works? Or is it different in every case? It's different in every case, but typically it is kind of me with either a piano or guitar, just coming up with the raw um, melodies, or um, for my own stuff um but i also do i also write for other people or like uh, for edm top line so i'll get awesome. like an instrumental that i'll write over yeah. so that process is a little bit different but typically for songs that i write uh, myself it's um either i'm working with somebody who's playing the piano or whatever it is and i'm just creating random melodies or singing random things or i come in with lyrics that i already have yeah so it's it's different every time yeah i'm gonna take you back to the edm top line thing yeah. I, I did top line for a while for like mm -hmm. um beluga heights so it was like sean kingston and ayaz and stuff like that dude it was well here's it's the fun. thing <laughs> it is really fun that's why i wanted to ask you like do you did you enjoy because that out of all my like experiences as a musician top lining was probably the most fun i ever had writing and recording music yeah and uh yeah I, I don't know that, that sounds really cool especially like for edm you know yeah i can't say it's the most fun because what i do find the most fun is when i do write for myself i guess yeah. um because i get this like this feeling like oh my god this feels so right and it speaks to me and it's like i'm so pumped for it to 
you know, it's be, your, be, it's your be for me, for my vision. Yeah. But I do have a lot of fun writing for um, EDM top lines because I can kind of, uh, there's no boundaries or not as, I don't know, I can just kind of be somebody else Yeah. also. And, you know, depending on what the song is, you know, sometimes it's that song to be played in the club. Like, what do I want to hear when I'm in the club dancing? Because I can relate, you know? Dude, I, <laughs> and I'm I, just I, like, you know, you just write that. It's got to be those lines that the drunk people can sing. Yeah. And they want to, like, point at their friend and smile and as they, like, say Oh, my it. God, like, this is my song! Yeah! Dude, I did, I did so much. Like, again, I'm like a little white kid from New Jersey, and I was, like, singing in a Jamaican accent about hurricanes. Like, yeah. in Barbados. Yeah, like, oh, I've, I have, yeah, I've sang a top line over a reggae song. I've written a, a track to be pitched to like rihanna and um yeah and over some r&b things and i'll show like lydia just random things that i do and she's like wow that's different but you know you know what i felt like and, and i'm sure that you probably have this in you too because it seems like you write a lot and work a lot yeah i felt like it was a really great way for me to like practice my art Yes. You know, and I was really, when I, when I was doing that, I was so sharp with the regular music that I was writing, regular music, my music that yeah. I was writing, because every day I was like forced to come up with something and then produce it and like sing it. And I was just on the fucking ball with the rest of my stuff too. Yes. You know? No, I would definitely say it's just, it's just a really great writing exercise, great practice. It pushes you. It also, depending on the style, it pushes my voice to do different things that I may not have discovered um, on my own or just staying in my comfort zone or what I think my sound is. Yeah. And I also think that moving forward and having those experiences, it helps me develop um, as an artist as I kind of pull those elements and then they become a part of It's a I muscle, am. right? Yeah. I mean, just like acting is a muscle. A lot of people don't give credence to the fact that being an artist isn't just something that you pull out of the ether every so right. often like right. it's like oh you're just inspired it's like no actually you have to work pretty hard at it yeah, yeah. and I, I think especially for musicians because they're like oh well if you're not like playing an instrument you know you really don't have a discipline but like writing music is really really difficult and it takes a lot of training to know how to do it correctly and not mm -hmm. hit a wall Yes. Because there's times when you just don't have shit to write about, but you, not that you can force it, but there is like a, a procedure and yes. steps to go through to write a song. Yeah. You know? There are definitely ways to break through that, whether that's um, taking on a perspective of somebody else or you yeah. know, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and being like, what would this person say? Or how would I feel if I was in this situation? Or pulling from the past and be like, oh, I felt that way or that was kind of a cool story. I want to write about that. It's, pull some visuals from you know that situation and movies, kind of movies i'm like yeah, inspired everything. by movies and shit yeah you know? absolutely um that's really cool and it sounds it's interesting that you're this um articulate because you seem young is that right to assume oh, thanks yeah okay <laughs> all right no and like most people i'm youthful yeah but, I but like... I, the people can't see me i just flipped my hair <laughs> i'm really actually upset we don't have video because your hand movements have been really good i'm like, greek and italian yeah so you got to you know, I yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna go off on a tangent. So I thought I've been Italian my whole life. Like I have the Italian mom thing. You know, uh. like she no no like you know she's like you're Italian meatballs sausage all that yeah. whatever. Anyway, so um my dad went and got like the twenty three and Me thing, and it turns oh out gosh. like he's sixty percent Greek. So of course. I'm, yeah, so I'm not even Italian <laughs> you're anymore. You're so Greek. It's awesome. I'm like Dave, like Stephanopoulos now. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about that. But uh, welcome, welcome. Thank to you the so much, yeah. Opa. Happy, happy right? to Opa. Yeah. Yeah, so happy to have you. But that's great. No, uh, and I was just saying, like again, a lot of people that write with others and kind of like have that collaborative mentality don't mm -hmm. necessarily 
like uh, bring not that they don't bring a lot to the table, but they're working with other people for a reason. Does that make sense? Right. You know, and it yeah. doesn't seem like that that's your case. And it seems like you're actually trying to like perfect your craft to a certain extent. Yeah. And so when did you get started with all this? So I I always loved music and I always kind of dreamt about writing my own songs and I used to write like lyrics back in the day but they were really emo even though I wasn't a sad kid because I loved Simple Plan and like Good Charlotte oh, and, like really? I looked back yeah and I like looked in like middle school oh my gosh Joel Madden was in my locker oh my god fire uh guitars around him anyway i know so weird <laughs> but i was i was a punk kid were you in a band no i wished ever? i was i was like a like a wannabe skater chick um and i tried skateboarding <laughs> and it didn't work i loved avril lavigne and everything anyway so i always liked music um and writing um and then i got really into ingrid michaelson in high school yeah that's one the, of my uh, uh, why? Excuses, boys, chase girls. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry. Yeah, you like the, the... take me the way I. That song am. is that what one. I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. Totally. There's a there's a bunch of them, and so I would just watch her on YouTube, and um, a lot of her stuff back then wasn't as produced and just very simple, um, at least in, with uh, the instruments, and I just imagined myself doing that, and uh, then. I got my heart broken and I had a lot to write about um, after high school and um, and then in college I used to host these open mic nights at Rutgers. Oh, you went and, to school at Rutgers? Yeah, I went oh, to Rutgers cool. and I was kind of the, um, a lot of people thought I was in the music program because I was so involved, heavily involved in, uh, in the arts at Rutgers, but yeah. I, I wasn't. I actually went to school um, for education, um, but I used to host these coffee houses where um, all different types of artists were welcome to come and perform. And what I loved about it was a lot of people's like first time performing was at these coffee houses because oh, we made cool. sure that it was a really comfortable so you popped atmosphere. A lot of cherries, yeah. Popped so many performance cherries, That's it made so me really cool, happy. Though. Yeah, it was like the best feeling when I'd be like, "Come on, you know you want to sign up," and they're like, "No, no, no." I'm like, "Come on, do it." No, it's <laughs> just no, everybody's people, doing it. Sometimes but, that's all you need, though. You need yeah. someone to just be like, "Hey, it's not ridiculous that you think you can yeah. be an artist." Yeah. You know? So, but so. At the time, so I was writing and I was performing music and I was performing at these open mic nights and being like, wow, I'm performing and people are listening and they're like asking if I have a CD and I don't, but I would like to, but I don't know how that works and and, and everything. And it just all seemed like it was a pipe dream to want mm. to be an artist because it's so, it seems like it's so out of reach. Well, it's like saying time. like, hey, I'm going to win the lottery. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Um, and so I always wanted it, but I kind of never wanted to admit it to myself how much I actually really wanted it. Yeah. Um, but then I, I met my manager, um, and Mark. And this is different from the Buscemi guy. Yes, Buscemi, he's a, he's a producer I actually met through my manager, essentially, okay. who um, set me up with the contacts and stuff. And I actually met him at my high school. Uh, I went back to support a charity cool. um, for a friend of mine. And typically I would perform at this show, but I just went to support it. And my manager was there as the guest celebrity judge at the time he was managing this artist, Marie, who I was a big fan of. And afterward, he was talking with um, my friend's mom. So I went to say out to the friend's mom and, you know, tell him like, oh, your feedback was really good. He was like the Simon Cowell. He gave like good feedback, wasn't mean about it. 
but it was solid. It was like real. it was, he was, he kept it real and yeah. it was really good. And you know, he was like, Oh, do you perform or do you, you know, were you on stage tonight? I was like, No. Um, but then the mom piped in. She's like, Oh, you have to hear her sing. She's so great. Blah, Your blah, blah. Mom? No, a mom. A mom. Because, oh, wow. you know, oh, the mom's, you know, the moms, moms of the universe. Moms of the universe, like helping me out. I was like, Yes, I don't have to say it myself. Thank you. And um, then I sent him some music and stuff. And, he came and saw me perform at an open mic and then we just started writing together. So that was kind of my first experience being in like an you know, official writing session. I didn't know that's I didn't even know that's something that happened. No, but, you know. Well it's it's really like just a you, natural thing. It's like this. It's like you could look at this as like a podcast where it's just two people sitting down and shooting the shit. It's the same yeah. thing with like writing. Some of my best writing has just come from like jamming with my friends while we're doing something else exactly so know? that's kind of how i always saw it but there's you know you get together like you know you schedule a session with mm -hmm. somebody and it's fun but i just didn't know that that's what people did yeah and so i kind of got introduced to that world and he was like you're really good and if you want to go for this i will manage you and i was like holy moly i can uh i can do this yeah but that's yeah, a, a cool. <laughs> like the same way that you're giving validation to those people who never thought that they could do it i yeah. think i think what people are really looking for when they say like i want a record deal or i want a manager is someone to validate that feeling that you have that you can actually do it professionally yes right and th th yeah. that's like i think that's what people like mistake and like a record deal or a manager isn't the end game it really no. means that you've just started but it's like that validation like okay more than my mom likes me yeah somebody you know? thinks you know somebody who like does this thinks i'm good yeah so um that was really awesome wait Mandra but pause i want to i I, lo I like the story and like it's great that you're you're going over it but like what did these performance of yours look like back then back then was it just you then. and a piano or a guitar yeah. or like what yeah it was just me and a guitar me and a ukulele that's awesome a ukulele that's yeah. pretty dope yeah and so that's it. but that has to be again uh one of the feelings that i'm getting i've never seen you live i've only heard your music produced but right. i feel like you have chops and nice. so well, but that that's what must have come across again we got like the, the really hand. bad radio with like the hand motions and everything but like uh that's probably that probably helped you in a big way to have everything stripped away and for it just to kind of be you. Yeah. Like, and you got to think like, if you can sound good in that environment, I know like what goes through my head as like a producer or something, it's like, holy shit, if we just put some like work around her, like it could be everything, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So how long, is that what you still do? Do you still kind of like do raw performances or is it more produced or, or what's now, it look like? Well, now it's been cool as I've been able to branch out like with Producers like um, like John Buscema or um, like Elliot Jacobson, who I was really excited to work with Elliot Jacobson because he was Ingrid Michaelson's drummer. So I was like, yay! She, oh, so you, you know? got like a piece. So of, I got that's so yeah, cool. a little piece of the puzzle. Um, but you know, kind of taking that rawness and building a track around it without m making it overdone. Like I I do like produced music. I think there I think there's an art to it, and I think it's really beautiful. Um, but so now when I perform live, it kind of depends on the venue and the, or the setting. But I've been really excited because this year was the first time I got a full band together to play cool. my stuff and play it kind of as close to the record as possible. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, doing some tweaks because it's live and, you know, we have, you know, full A different en energy. And yeah, a different energy. Yeah. Um, but then I'll do like a So Far Sounds gig and I'll strip it down to just guitar and like a saxophone, for cool. example. Um, or you know just do you play the saxophone i wish dude if you could play saxophone and sing at the same time that would be in. crazy you're fucking in <laughs> i'd be on i would win america's and got talent what is for so sure far, what so far sounds i just I oh don't know. 
You should know about this. Okay. Yes. Um, should I know about this? You should. Okay. You should definitely should know, know about, about this, this, and you should go. Um, so Far Sounds is a really, really awesome organization that um, hosts these secret concerts throughout cities all over the world and basically you become a member on the site and you buy a ticket for a specific location and they won't tell you the exact location they'll just tell you like for example in new york what subway stop is nearest to it so you can decide if you can go to that so you might buy something for like williamsburg brooklyn and then when you show up to the event you find out who's performing and they're stripped down so you could have somebody super famous or somebody up and coming or somebody who's just starting out um, as long as they like your music, uh, they'll pretty much let you so play. Sofarsounds.com? Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, and people that. that go, go there to listen. And I love it so much because it reminds me of the events that I used to host. Because people are getting cozy, it's BYOB. And you get to talk to people and have a conversation. And um, it's really lovely. It's, it's, it feels like it's like-minded individuals that actually like art. Yes. You know, and not yeah. just people going to be seen or something like that. At, like yeah. A concert. Yeah. yeah. That's really great. So far sounds. So look at that. But that's great that you have that kind of duality to be able to do the solo thing and the band thing. Which which one do you like better? I like both. You like oh, I that's like very both. she's gonna be a politician too. Guy. She's good. Yeah. No, because you're like, well, I just got this band, I don't wanna lose them. <laughs> no, the thing like the the reason why that's a loaded question is I so my background a little I did like the acoustic thing. Right. right? And I also but I was in a bunch of bands too. I mm-hmm. just uh and you're right, there's there's uh, trade-offs for each. I just love the the fact that you could do whatever the fuck you want as an individual musician. Right. Like, if you want to do a cover of Ingrid Michaelson, you want to do, like, her album front to back, yeah. you can make that decision and do it. Like, with the band, it has to be more orchestrated. Obviously, you get a lot yeah. out of it, but the, it takes so much work to coordinate that many people. It is a lot of work. Um, scheduling rehearsals is not easy. <laughs> um, and also, but the beautiful thing is I work, I've, I've worked with um, a lot of, you know, professional musicians out of New York that are just amazing. I yeah. just send them the song, they learn it and they come to rehearsal, they're ready to go. I was going to imagine and, that you work with like some pretty uh professional or like hired not like yeah hired guns, i mean but like, a lot of them they, that's what they do for a living like yeah. they are musicians and um i'm really really lucky that they like my project and, and want to be a part of it um and yeah sometimes you know one person can't make the gig but then i'll ask them for recommendations for somebody who can sub for them and they'll send me a list of like 10 contacts that i trust are going to be solid. And so yeah. I've had I've had to do a few different shows. Like some of my friends are going to be like, oh, it's a whole new band. Or like just like two, two of the people are different. Um, but that's just kind of the way it is. The thing that stays the same is, is me. Because what's cool about it is like it's still my solo show and this is my band. Yeah. That you backs know, me up. So it's it's kind of, it's great. If you have the E Street band like Bruce Springsteen did yeah. and it's the same people and you can make it work, that's wonderful. Because yeah. that brings a whole new wrinkle to your act. I always found it really difficult to keep people interested because it wasn't like Dave Melillo and the Wreckers. It was it was me, and like you're just a part of it. So yeah. I, I feel like that's tough because ultimately you really are alone, um, you know. And mm-hmm. on tour, that 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 was really tough for me because like it was like me and the band. Like we right. weren't like in it. We were in it together, but like but it wasn't we, the same. We really yeah. weren't. So I don't know. I, yeah. I, I don't know if you feel that. Obviously, you're you're doing something very different, but um. Yeah, that's why I always ask people because I've I've like interviewed a lot of or I've had a lot of people on the podcast. I don't like to call it an interview because mm. it's a conversation. It's a conversation. Yeah, um, it's not an interview. But I've talked to a lot of solo artists, and I think that's something that people don't really 
Like, I don't think listeners really understand that 100%. Yeah. You know, that it's such a weird dance and a dynamic when you are, like, a singer-songwriter and you have to, like, let these people in, but they don't get to come all the way into the house. Right. Like, like it's, it's still, like, this is still my project, and like, if you, if I, you know, I, I kind of get the final say in how the piano's being played. <laughs> but how tough example, is, like, that, like, and musicians yeah. aren't, like, that's a businessman or woman. Right. That's a CEO. Like you start a business, you hire contract people to work for you and they understand their position in the business. Mm -hmm. And music isn't like that. But having to take that role. But it is. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't. That's that's a tricky part about it. I wasn't able to successfully do that, to be honest with you. Well, I was too young Mm -hmm. um, and I wanted everyone to like me and I just wanted to pay everyone, you know, and I, you know, but. It's like you have to learn real life skills to be able to manage that successfully. Yeah. And I don't think people appreciate that at all. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's not easy. But I've but I've also again, I'm super fortunate with the musicians that I do work with. That they're so, um, you know, let me know. Like, do what do you think of this groove? Or I could do it this way. Or like, what do you think? And they kind of understand their role in it, yeah. which, is, which is really good. And I also um, have a friend who's essentially a music director that um, will come to my rehearsal and kind of take care of some of those nuances for me which is so awesome really 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 helpful so like it's so funny like so you mentioned this producer you mentioned a musical director you mentioned a manager it's like there's this building a team is such a huge part of you as an artist and how successful you are Mm -hmm. you know and again things that I don't think people really understand can make or break you, right? Because I've had terrible managers. I've had really good managers that have fired and really terrible managers that have hired. And it makes all the difference. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah. I I really consider myself so lucky with the team that I have around me. Yeah. Um, my manager, I know like wants what's best for me and he's kind of he'd been there he's been there and has seen the potential in me when I was just doing like little coffee houses and you know and has you know been with me along the way to grow into now I'm like an official artist on Spotify you know I'm doing shows in New York like I'm so excited that I can say I've played certain venues that have always seemed like a reach like what for me like um Rockwood Music Hall cool um Barry Electric downstairs I have the Delancey coming up so just a lot of these spots and I have also other bigger name venues like I see for down the road on like my vision board (laughs) your vision board. I have a vision board (laughs) no shit is that like from the secret where like you put yeah, it up and like it like comes that. true yeah I, I kind of believe in that stuff I, I believe i believe in the universe and um just i think if you put good energy out good energy will come back to you and i know that's very like no 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 yeah. i like your no i like the approach it is very hippie-ish and it i'm is, like a little but... bit more brutish than that what i really think is happening if if you want my opinion uh i think that you're just programming like you're actually like meditating on those goals yes you know what i mean yeah which is what it is it's gonna inspire you to do the things that you actually have to do yeah to make that work there's action in the law of attraction oh Oh my god (laughs) that's that's gonna be the caption for the whole podcast that's it i'm not gonna say anything else yeah but i just feel like if you take if you take these steps like i've been kind of you know working at it i'm hustling like every day like in the studio late or going to networking things trying to meet the right people and um, going to shows and all this stuff and I just kind of feel like if you're taking the steps mm-hmm. things just I mean and it makes sense naturally are gonna kind of start happening well you have to be the first thing that's consistent like in yeah. anything like what okay let's say it's investing 
right? Right. Like you can't just every day be like, oh, fuck this company. I'm going to go invest in another one. Just like throwing your money around. You got to say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to be the first thing that's consistent. And then if I do the right thing, hopefully everything else will happen around me. And if you're talented, it makes that happen a little bit easier. If you have the right people, it happens a little bit quicker. Yeah. It's like, and it's also like the analogy is building a house. I think that in today's music, people do not allow artists to mature the way that they used to, mm, which was mm. the right way. Again, right. I hate to go back to Springsteen. I'm so sorry. But we're, we're in, in Asbury Park. I know. <laughs> but like that dude was allowed to make a couple records that weren't awesome and definitely weren't commercially successful, but he was able to get an amazing band around him during those years. Yeah. He developed a persona during those years. He developed street cred during those years. He developed a work ethic, a touring ethic, which uh, finally came to fruition in that third masterpiece album. But right. that's like three albums over like six years. Yeah. You know? And it's a process. That's yeah. why, you know, there's no overnight success. No. There's so many things that people don't see or what goes into, oh, you know, so, oh, when, are, when is that single coming out? Or there's so much that goes into it between like getting the mix right and like all these different things or just even creating and getting to the point where you have a song that you do want to put out. And there's just so much... So much behind the scenes. What's, so what's like your ratio? Because I know my ratio. So when you write a song, like how many do you have to get before you get one that you like? Like No, there's there's not a ratio. Okay. Um, But sometimes like you just know when it's one that like, all right, I want this. It like gives you me. chills or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I just get this feeling and I love this feeling. I actually got it yesterday and I was so excited. With a new song? Yeah, I wrote That's a new great. song yesterday that I'm really, really excited about because... Uh, I think what you were saying um, before, sometimes it's hard to find something to write about mm-hmm. or different things, but I felt like I needed this song. And that's kind of something that I was worried about before going into, you know, kind of taking the dive and stepping into the industry and be like, all right, I'm going to have a manager. I'm going to do this for real. But like, can I just write a song? Like I used to always just write a song because I felt I needed to. Like it was more of a therapeutic thing. And it still is. And I enjoy and feel good when I write every song. But sometimes there's certain songs that you need to write. Yeah. And uh, I had that yesterday and I got this like giddy feeling when it all like fit. And I was like, yay. <laughs> no, and how Can I do cooler... a special dance? <laughs> Again, the hand thing. Like, we're missing it completely. But, like, you take the mysticism out of it, and you kind of scientifically are able to break. That's, like, the best. You're in control of your powers now. Like, you had superpowers, but you didn't necessarily know how to control them. Right. And through all this work that you've done, it, I don't know, I. it sounds like you can... You can actually shoot fireballs when you want to, not just like when it feels like you need to shoot fireballs. <laughs> oh, I like this analogy. <laughs> I am all about the analogy. <laughs> but that's that's really cool. I'm glad. What What's the song about? Can you say? Yeah. Um, so the song is kind of about um, going through. Okay, wait, let me see how to explain this. Just you have you have a purpose and you have this feeling that you're meant to do something and you're going for it. Like, even if it doesn't happen today, like, don't give up, like, keep at it. Um, And it's just, it's kind of, it's a song about that and that, you know, in this life, like, you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. And we're all, I mean, it's kind of sad, like, we're all going to die one day. So, like, you might as well do what you want to do. Yeah. And follow follow what your gut tells you to do. Um, And I feel like, you know, as artists, you know, there is, and I even read about it in some people that I look up to and are famous, like, there's always some sort of self-doubt in like the back of your mind but it's kind of a reminder to always have faith and just keep going and no matter how tired you are or 
all of that. So. Yeah, yeah, I know that that makes yeah. perfect sense because and you also never know when that moment, like how far you never that know. Moment is. You know, there's there's you know these quotes are like, oh, this person worked for five years and gave up, but if you know it could have been that next day yeah. that everything changed. Well, like Colonel, so. Sa- I, this is sound this is gonna sound fucking crazy. Colonel Sanders like got rejected two hundred times before someone. Doctor accept- Seuss. Yeah, yeah there's like, all these stories. All these stories, and and again, like the the visual to me is like someone digging a tunnel, and like they're digging and digging and digging. And they stop right behind, like where the diamonds are, or whatever their goal yes. is. Like, so it, you just can't stop digging. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like the, um, I'll share a couple of the lyrics because these lines, like, I was like, oh my god, this is how I, I feel. I wrote this. this how did I write? This? I was like, this is how I feel. I needed to say this. This helps me feel good. <laughs> but it's, um, it's like when you're when you're running on empty, half awake and half dreaming. Hmm. Um, when you're so close to what you're looking for, you can almost feel it. So that's kind of how it starts telling that's the great. story. Yeah. It's wonderful. That's much better than the other quote that we had <laughs> whenever. Well, I like the, what is it? There's an action in a track. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was much more, that was much deeper <laughs> yeah, than this, the, the yes. action and attraction. But that's great. <laughs> I mean, deep. and uh, so music or lyrics for you? Like, so you had that line. Did that line pop into your head in the shower and you decide no. to write a song about it? Or was it like... It's actually really kind of funny how that came out. So I was working with a um, producer. Uh, his name is Stavros. He's Greek. So mm. it's awesome to work together and be in this music game because we're like, yeah, Greeks. <laughs> and you're Greek too. Yeah, so you're in the club. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm Greek. <laughs> so you're in the club. Um, but uh, it was just a late night um in the studio and i was exhausted because i actually by day i'm a teacher right now oh really yeah so i'm like hustling at night in new york doing all these different things and then by day i'm you know teaching the uh, the young minds of tomorrow and um so you know sometimes i'm tired and you know and so i was actually like in the studio like half asleep basically and i was like Sometimes, you know, you're just like running on empty, half asleep and half dreaming. And then I was like, you should write that down. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the I, line. I think that's something. Yeah. So but it's that... like, when you're running on empty, half asleep and half dreaming. Oh, no, it's half awake and half dreaming. That's what it is. That's... Half awake. Most of my own life. No, it's, <laughs> but that's so, that's awesome. And like... I, so that came from a very raw place because I really was that. It came from <laughs> it came from what it was, and uh, yeah. what like uh, I think what you're doing is a really good example of actually living your life in order to write songs because I think yeah. people focus so much on like I have to write about this or that, but if you just live your life, again like your vision board will kind of give you some material to write about, right? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, and I I'm just a lot of the pieces are starting to fit together. Okay, so you're articulate, it makes sense. You're very humble too, I'm sure people tell you that all the time. And that might be a good or a bad thing depending on where you wanna go with music. But you, it's, I think that comes from the fact that you actually have to work, mm-hmm. you know? And you actually appreciate the time that you get to do what you wanna do, Yeah. you know? I, I, a lot of people, okay, so I've been around a lot of artists who just kinda hit. They right. didn't, A, need to work for, um, for what they got. And B, they didn't know what was on the other side of that, like working a nine to five. And like, that's scary as shit. I'm telling you, like, because I'm in that life, like I have a regular job and it's, it's really daunting to think, dude, I'm going to do this and work for someone else for eight hours a day. 
five days a week until I'm dead. And then I'm always like, what's next? Like, what am I building towards? Like, is it a vacation? Is that what I'm waiting for? I'm just waiting for like to go on vacation to Mexico and that's it? Like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, I'm one of those people, I need to like create my time capsule. Yeah. Like, that was always it with music. I need to somehow spray graffiti on the wall of life and leave that mark behind that like I was here. Right. You know? And. I don't know. I think a lot of people don't have perspective on that. And I yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, it just feels like that perspective makes you a grounded person. And that's very nice. It, it's a good thing. Thanks. Yeah. No, I definitely. Um, it's definitely. I, I appreciate the time that I have to put into music. And that's why, I mean, essentially right now it's like working two full time jobs. Like I'm booking it after school to get into a studio in Brooklyn or wherever it is and I'll work till midnight or even later if I have to and then I go to bed and do it again in the morning and I give I you know like to say because I think it's true I do give my all to everything I do yeah so you know even in my my job it's you know it's not just a it's not a nine to five where I can just plug away at the computer I'm actually dealing with little human beings so I care and you don't want to fuck up Yeah. yeah I know. Yeah. So a lot of people would be like, we'll oh, see. I work at T-Mobile and this is just what I do. But I'm really like a fucking superstar. Yeah. So you know? it's 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 definitely interesting. And I don't I kind of see myself going in a different direction soon, maybe, and taking time to focus on music. Sure. Um, which I do look forward to because I also don't I don't know. It's a it's a tricky it's a tricky thing, but. I feel like I don't want to be an old person looking back at my life and say I never gave it a chance to, if, to put more yeah. time into it. And um, if I'm ever at a place where I feel like I can do that, I would like to take some time off and really go in mm. on music. Go live in the treehouse and write a record. Yeah, go right? live in the treehouse. Because um, even me, in the summers when I'm off work, I'm actually more busy because I book my days you know, to work and collaborate with all these different people or you know, doing different things to push me forward so. so you know you wouldn't just be sitting around smoking weed and no way doing nothing yeah yeah, yeah. no okay. i'm like i can't sit i can't sit and do nothing uh, we we're talking about vacation <laughs> i don't understand going on vacation and sitting at the pool like i can't do that i can't do that in life i'm very task oriented yeah no matter what i'm doing so i completely um empathize with that 100 yeah. percent. you know Gemini. Gemini. Oh yeah, we're Gemini. Gemini. Yeah, yeah, me too. We're crazy. June twelfth. <laughs> yeah. When's your birthday? May twenty fourth. May twenty fourth. So you're. Oh my God, that's Sam's birthday too. That's so weird. That's my girlfriend Sam. Oh, that's her birthday. cool! Happy birthday, that's, Sam. That's crazy, What's up, right? Gemini twin? And I can always remember that because it's my birthday times two minus a month. So it all that's revolves around me because you know I'm a Gemini and everything revolves around me. But do you, do you believe in that stuff too? The astrology. You know, I do. Yeah. I do. Because I read mine, what a Gemini is. Like me and Lydia, she's in here cracking up because I am a Gemini to the T, pretty much. The communicator. Communicator. I'm a social butterfly. Like you were um, friends with like all different groups. Like you oh, were yeah. just in I, a clique. I yeah. don't have a clique. Yeah. I have multiple cliques of people that I um, that I hang out with and. Yeah, that's why I think me and Lydia get along so well because we could just, you know, talk to anybody. The swings, uh, I mean... <laughs> We're just like, hey! <laughs> she, she's the one talking to the Uber driver all the time, making new friends. It's like, hey, is that table for sale? No, we could just take it? Cool, I'm into it. <laughs> no, but there's a downside to being a Gemini, too. You know, yeah. like, uh, I always felt like the swings are 100% me, meaning, like, the dichotomy of being a Gemini. You know, that you're, like, super, super up and up, but, like, I definitely see the other side of the coin a lot, too. Yeah. Sounds like you have like from the yeah, emo 
Oh, yeah, the emo kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And then also, I think, living my double life as a teacher and, like, musician. <laughs> do you think, though, because I do the same thing. So I'm, like, I teach kids fitness. I, like, I work with data in the day. I have, I'm I'm more than two. Like, I have, like. So you're, yeah. Yeah, you're I'm split. And, and I'm a very fractured person. But I don't <laughs> know if I'd be happy. Uh, I don't know if I'd be happy if I was just focused on one thing. Because even when I am focused on one thing, I find some stupid fucking hobby to, <laughs> like, get it, like, poker. <laughs> like, uh, I, but do you find yourself doing that? Or are you, like, disciplined enough? I don't know. Maybe it's just my attention span. No, like, it's, I can't... it's definitely true. Our interests constantly interest in something new. Yeah. 40 different things. But I guess why I think music, if I were to just focus on music, is because there's so many other, there's so many things you can do in it, whether it's one day you're writing in the studio or then you have rehearsal or yeah. you're you know doing a photo shoot for promo things or you're figuring out the marketing strategy. You kind of do a whole bunch of different things. Yeah, and you're working with other it. people. Like, yeah. you can learn new instruments. You could become a producer. I mean, it sounds like with your mind and the things that you've been through, you'd be really good in the studio for like a younger like artist to help like produce their album. Potentially. I don't know anything about producing, though. You I'm mean very technically? technically not good at but that. But that's an engineer. I am a grandma. But I can give advice for sure yeah, I, we'll, we'll I would, crash yeah like, be like yeah you know make i like that sound or yeah. i would you know pick a song as a reference yeah. for example for sure i yeah. think that i mean especially around here in asbury park i mean there's so many up-and-coming young women too mm -hmm. like uh like i've talked on this podcast to ella ross i mean she's uh, it's because lake house i'm sure you know about lake house because it's a big studio here so ella ross like this girl mckenzie i've worked with and written songs with um, there's so many like young. There seems like the whole uh, like a scene of young women that are coming up. I mean, there's there's What's dudes up? too. Yeah. No, but I, I don't know what it is. And like I used to I used to do songwriting classes with the kids over at Lake House, right? Oh, cool. So they have like this little program, and it's really really great. Where you come in and like they, it's kind of like a rock star factory. Like they take you and you write songs with someone. You go record an EP. Then they have like a big gig at the end, and like they do marketing for you. So they show you like from end to end what it's supposed to look like. That's and, really air cool. Air quotes again. But yeah. I know noticed like 90% of my clients were girls like there was a couple boys but all of these girls wanted we've to got do stories it. to tell yeah I guess I, <laughs> I, and I don't know maybe it's just like correlation and causation they're not always the same thing but I always thought that was very interesting hmm. because when I was coming up I mean all the like everyone who was in a band was a boy right you know like yeah I, I can see that you know so I don't know I don't know why you know there's a lot of like women empowerment stuff going on right now but I don't think that's necessarily just just it so I don't know why women feel more comfortable uh, like being in that position, but it would be great to have more mentors for them. Yeah, that they could, because like I'm a dude, oh, like I'm just like this hairy Greek guy, Greek guy, not Italian guy. <laughs> like so, it's great. I can help them like write a song and stuff, but in a lot of ways, I can't like make the fully full connect. Connection, yeah, connection. You know, so. I don't know. I think that you'd be really great in that role as like a mentor. I would love to. And you're a and fucking I'm a teacher, teacher so right? yeah. So Sorry, I, I'm I a say fucking teacher. Uh, you are a fucking teacher. <laughs> what do you teach? Sixth grade social studies. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Though. That's great. Yeah. So it kind of fits in like your yeah, the history you know, of ancient, the world. Yeah, history of the world. It's all about making it a story. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Do you like, and obviously you enjoy it to a certain extent. Yeah, for that, sure. Because that's what you went to school for at Rutgers, yes. I'm guessing. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, awesome. So you have this song out, 
with this guy. Hello, oh, she, you yeah, mentioned so this that, song with this guy. You, you mentioned like monthly releases. Do you have like this gameplay? Like she's like your November your release and your January release. Yeah, like, so have, that like, was kind schedule? of the idea. But then there was there's just a lot that goes into re- releasing something. So it's been like every other month type of release, yeah. um, as opposed to every month. But yeah, right now I have four songs out. And the latest one is Hello Again, okay. um, featuring Christian Navarro. That's the song with this guy. Yes, that, that, that's this guy. No, this guy is Christian Navarro. Um, and he actually went to Rutgers with me. So that's how I know him. Really? Friends from Rutgers. And he is currently uh, a star on the show 13 Reasons Why, which is huge on Netflix. Is that a show or was it a movie? Cause I, it's a show. It's a show. It was a book that became a show. Okay. And it's really really popular um and he plays tony padilla um and he was preparing for season two Mm. over the summer this past summer and we were just chatting on facetime catching up and he was saying how he needs to um get to know his character and study him and what his process is because a lot has changed for the character between season one and season two and all this stuff so i was like well Let's write a song about it. You know, then you'll get down to the core of the emotion of the character. Let's put ourselves in his shoes. What's going on in his head? And um, that's what we did. So, and he'd never written a song before in his life, but I just grabbed my guitar and started playing some chords. And I was like, what's happening to him? And let's describe him. And what is he feeling? And we basically wrote half of the song. And um, later that day, I had a session with my friend Adam Bradford um, at a studio in New York. And I got there and I was like, whatever we were going to work on, scratch it. Because we're yeah. finishing this today. Because this feels really good. Um, and it wasn't, I wasn't expecting it to even, it was just kind of, you know, yeah. a thing like a, a writing exercise. But I basically finished writing it like in the car on the way um, to the studio. And we finished it together and sent him a voice memo of it just to make sure we were in line with the character for the you know the second half of it the verse and yeah. he really liked it and um it just it, it was a song that gave me these like the chills yeah um and again it wasn't it wasn't my experience i didn't write it you know from my perspective it was from this fictional character's perspective but the feelings are really raw and really real and about some of missing it has someone. to be like aligned with something you've gone through in your absolutely life, right? so i could still relate to it and i just really felt it when i sang it yeah. um and so then we had the idea to get him to feature on it um and make it even more like the character kind of coming to Is life he a singer songwriter he's too, not okay. he's an actor he doesn't really sing but he can carry a tune okay. um so we got him in the studio to do um they're essentially background vocals but they're raised up so you can you can hear him. you feel his presence we yeah. wanted the listener to feel his presence and um yeah basically give the fans of the show a piece of you know and kind of another piece of the story. I guess it's it's almost like fan fiction to a certain extent. I'm, uh, I'm an anime geek. I know I just completely lost all my credibility, but that's <laughs> a huge piece. And it's yeah. kind of like his show is the tip of the iceberg, but when people have so much more to carve into, it makes the top even better. You know, it, yeah. it's, it's like more fuller. It, yeah, that's yeah. Way I can so, it. you know, we release it and I was um, really pleased with the feedback on the song. A lot of the fans really, really like it. And, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's, I, I love how the song came about, because it was, again, just really raw for what it was. It was it was diving in with that purpose to really get to know this character and what's going on in their head and how they're feeling, and um, that's why it's an honest song. Yeah, but when you have such a deliberate attempt, it sounds like sometimes it's, it's easier to focus your energy. I know, again... 
for me. Like yeah. the top line stuff. And like yeah. Sean Kingston song about a hurricane. I'm like, I know how I can do that. Got it. I Let's have every go. analogy yeah. on tap. You know, yeah. like, but sometimes like it makes it a little bit easier as a conduit for like totally. your talent. Because you have a direction. So yeah. it, was, it was cool to have a sense of direction and also a sense of purpose. Yeah. Because I wanted to give my friend, uh, you know, I wanted to help my friend essentially be more connected to his character um it was something that he was doing he was studying his character preparing to to film and uh I, you know i said you can listen to this before you do an emotional scene or something maybe yeah. it'll help you get more in character and he did that's so cool yeah oh, so it actually you know helped him which is really cool that's amazing that's really and the reason why i was like open mouth for a second i was doing the math you were like yeah so i've released like a song like four months i was like she said every so have you only been at this like for yourself, like digging like for six months or a year or something like that? Uh, like really I've been focusing on releasing your own music. So focusing on releasing has been since August. Dude. Um, but focusing on creating that music no, has course. been for the last like two years. Two years. Okay. So it's been like a two year process. It'd be like a two year process. Kind of, yeah. Like really kind of diving in and working with a lot of well, different people, the figuring out building of your team. Yeah, and, yeah building yeah. the team, kind of being like, all right, I'm going for it. Yeah. I'm doing this. But Let's that's, go you're so like you're like an inch into your journey, basically. I know it doesn't feel like that because I know you've done a lot of work. No, it feels. Like that. Uh, it does. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, no I don't. I'm saying like it is just the, it is just the beginning, but it's um. You're still a startup. Like, yeah, you know I'm totally I, still a startup, and I'm so grateful to what i have been able to accomplish thus far as a since as august a and like what you're saying like twenty five thousand eighty five thousand a hundred thousand views or something on the youtube just close to a million on, a, on facebook because facebook. that's, that's so much easier to share things facebook likes facebook videos yeah. <laughs> um it's easier to share on facebook and people have um connected well i've i've really like creating visuals for my songs smart um so i've tried to i basically um, except for Hello Again, I do have a lyric video coming out in about yeah. a month. But um, for my other singles, I do have music videos um, for all of them. Yeah, I watched the other single that you sent me. I don't remember any of the names of the songs or anything like that. But you said this is her single. What's that song? Oh, I love that one. Is it Digital Age? They're all singles. Uh, yeah, they're all singles. Yeah. But the one that one you of highlighted, the, I the forgot. The stop motion animation one? Oh, okay. Yeah. The still thing about you. Yeah. yeah. So I have another one um, that you should watch after this. Uh, it's called Digital Age. Yeah. And it's about the digital age of finding love. And um, basically, the theme is, you know, comparisons, the thief of joy um, is mm -hmm. one of the lines. <laughs> and um, just kind of saying, out of them all, I choose you. So even though I have all these different options, um, I still choose you. And I um, have a friend who's an animator stop motion animator and she made an amazing music video to it and it's i just love the irony of it that it's called digital age and it's kind of made analog like out of cardboard and that's perfect and uh yeah it's it's really cool that's like the artistry that you're looking for like i'm always yeah. searching for hidden meetings and you know yeah and there's that video has so many hidden meetings things are written backwards she cut things out and it's there's a lot there's a that's lot that's so to awesome it. I yeah love that stuff. yeah Illuminati. Really cool. yeah, yeah basically it's got a lot yeah i'm sold my soul no um <laughs> did i say that not yet. Um, <laughs> not yet not yet um but yeah so i'm really proud of the visuals that i have for the videos and the visuals that I do have in the works for future songs that I'm planning on releasing. I'm just really lucky to be surrounded by so many talented people and like-minded people that want to create and just, you know, make something bigger. Than I'm glad you think this. you're lucky and I, you are, but you know, you got to know in your heart of hearts that it's also because 
like you, you probably have a gravitational pull to you. Like people can see that you're talented. The law of of attraction. <laughs> you believe in it. <laughs> a little bit. I just think that, I mean, again, like sitting with you for 49 minutes, I can tell that you have you have your head on your shoulders and you're talented, that that doesn't happen. Like, it's usually one or the other. Like, it's like a talented person who's a fucking nutcase, <laughs> you know? Or it's someone who's like moderately talented, but is like you know, really understands their role and everything. So the fact that you have both is just, is great, good for you. And Thank but I'm you. saying people realize that. Keep saying that you're lucky because it comes off really well, <laughs> you know, and that you're humble, but there's a reason why people are are working with you because they definitely see the potential. Thank you. you know, it's, it's I appreciate really, that. Of course, who the lot. fuck am I? But I'm just, I'm, I just tell the truth, you yes. know? That's great. So uh, that's awesome. So do you have, are you just making stuff as it comes or are you like building up to some type of like record that you want to record and release? So that is the question. Um, my, uh, you know, the plan has kind of ebbed and flowed and changed. Uh, the plan was to release an EP in November. Um, but then when this Hello Again song happened um, with the opportunity to release, things kind of got tricky with like the timeline and everything and we weren't sure. So things just kind of got m moved around. And um, I'm kind of leaning more towards just releasing singles for now that maybe will ultimately make my first record, basically. Yeah. And just be like, okay, this collection that I released in these months is that first collection. And now I'm going to start releasing, you know, this. But I, I actually don't know because it's, it's, we're in a very weird time. I yeah. feel like for for music where it seems like it's a singles era, you know, mm. you want to because you do. I do want to spotlight what's cool about singles. You can spotlight each song. Mm -hmm. And um, I I don't know. So, sometimes there's the, the thought that people don't have the patience to sit through and listen to a whole a whole record. It's I true. mean, I do. But yeah. this is a regular person. I, I don't really know. So it's uh, things are kind of up in the air right now. Maybe this year it's going to be singles and next year I'll, you know, hold off and actually release a full project all at once. I'm not really sure. No, but it's funny. You just hit the nail on the head. You said hold off uh, with today's like split second, like gratification and like people's yeah. attention spans being so dissipated is that you do have to have constant material like content and to some hold sort of off content. and like say i'll see you guys in a couple months as i go write and record this album that it's going to be a masterpiece i promise it's going to be amazing but you risk losing any momentum that you built up some other way right so I, I i what you're doing i recommend to like anyone who's like what should i do just start releasing shit immediately yeah you know, just, just kind of let it. it at least you know maybe start building up um a snowball effect, I guess. Yeah, is but what so it many is, people and... have analysis paralysis. They're like, oh, I don't know. Is this the right 12 songs? Is it in the right order? Do I have the right trout? Do I have the right art? We got to find the right producer. It's like sometimes, man, just let it, like a little bit of stream of consciousness will do you a lot of good. Yeah. You know? So it's tricky because then you also have the other question like, should it be this single first? And what single should be next? And like, what should the art look like? There's all these questions that I, you know, before I got into this, I didn't think about what goes into it but you know finding the right artwork even just the text on the artwork mm -hmm. like is is a particular thing that you have to be cool with because then it's just released and it's out there yeah but what's but what i've learned is you know to just when it's all said and done to release it and just it's there now you know just, just let it live just trust in the universe let it live let it breathe yeah. and what is what is cool about um 
this day and age is that there is a sense of longevity even with Spotify because while a song might not do well right away, it could get discovered later on and end up on some big playlist or yeah. something. You know what I mean? So it's not, there's, you know, you just really never know. You don't. Or no. somebody might really like it and share it. And that somebody could be, I don't know, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah, or <laughs> it could be a remix. Like uh, we were saying yeah. like with a lot of your stuff, I think it's completely um, feasible like that you would get remixed into an EDM song or something yeah. like that. And that could be like your vehicle to like really become right. uh, that, that, that next echelon of celebrity or musician or whatever the hell you're, you're trying to get to. But you're trying to you're get com- to it all. You're completely like someone's going <laughs> to like someone could totally just sample like the chorus to one of your songs. Like, yeah. Right. I'd be I about totally it. See that. Yeah. I'd be about I'd it. I'd be about it. And see, this is another <laughs> good thing about her. The reason why I was, I really fucked up, especially when I was younger, I was a control freak. Like mm. that text on the album, like I was like, no, I'm going to learn how to write the text <laughs> and I'm going to do it because like it's my vision. The fact that you can understand the collaborative process and you're okay with that, you're not like a complete control freak. Yeah. I think is really great. I still have to learn that. I'm still kind of a control <laughs> still freak. Still working at it. Yeah. But, yeah. I, yeah, I just kind of see it as hopefully if it's, you know, if, if you are working with, I mean, sometimes I've collaborated with people where it didn't go as well, but when you do find that right um, mix or somebody that kind of gets you and can bring to life what you're looking for, it's really awesome. And yeah. sometimes they'll come up with an idea that I would have never thought of that I love. So that's there's, the there's that too. Yeah. And that's what I'm never open. I'm like, no, obviously my ideas are the best, you know, <laughs> but you have to be open to the fact that like people know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. You know, and, and again, that usually comes with a lot of experience. So the fact that you got here, I'm not sure what's going on, but <laughs> no, but it's, it's really great. I, I think I'm so much more into listening to the music now that I've talked to you, like I really feel like once people can get more of your personality through your music, I think that's gonna do you a big solid. Thank like, you. I, I'm not sure how you get that. I guess it's doing stuff like this, right? Being part of like long form, whether it's- Conversations. You, yeah, conversations yeah. or interviews or just like, uh, your live shows are probably really great because I'm sure you don't just like sit there with the hoodie on and play your songs. I'm sure you like talk to the crowd. Yeah. And like it's more of like, hey, we're hanging out, having an old fashioned, and yeah. I'm playing music for I like you. To tell people to high five the person next to them. Yeah. And be friends. Well, <laughs> that's great. Word of mouth will take off for you immediately once you. Uh, do you play a lot of shows, or is it kind of? Yes, sparse and no. Right I mean, it's kind of sparse. I'm trying to keep it, you know, a six months. A six months. No, sorry. Uh, about six weeks. Okay. In between each show to kind of have time to prepare and. Um, come up with you know something new to also present at the next show do you only and... do originals do you like throw in do you have like a cover song that's like your cover song yeah What's it? i have a couple covers um but the most recent one that i did and i actually did this more um for sync uh i got a list of old songs that they wanted um a cool cover to Okay. What's so sync? so uh, sync oh so like so like licensing so getting a song on a commercial so for these music libraries i often get like a list of these songs that they have the rights to and they want just some sort of cover on it that they can pitch Got to it. tv shows commercials whatever so this one list that i got had all these early 2000s hits and a lot of them i was like i don't i don't really know how i'm gonna do this but um I was working with a friend of mine and we were looking at the list and we saw Goodies by Sierra. Okay, I don't know if I know that song. You do know that song. I'm probably, I'm probably. You do know that song. If you do, it'll like take you back to like middle school, high school dance. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Um, But it's got this 
it has a rap verse in it, but then Sierra sings um, her verses. And what we did was we took that song and made it made kind of like a slow, chill down jazz version mm. where you can actually focus on the words and what she's saying. Sure. And I didn't realize how empowering the song actually was. So um, I ended up even singing it at like a women's empowerment event. <laughs> and it's it, the song is My Goodies. And it's like um, the the first verse... Um, or like the second verse, for example, it's like just because you drive a Benz, I'm not going home with you. Yeah. Like. Okay. You got the you got the spa. Uh, can we get goodies on the spa? Oh yeah. Radio. Yeah. Do you have I, it? I, I, I'm sure. Have I sent you the recording of it? Oh, you can play the right. Okay, play the regular song. No, but you're right. Then, you know what? Uh, there was a cover. Someone did "Hey Ya" really slowly by yeah. Outkast. Yeah. Um, and it was like so weird how, or maybe it was Miss Jackson. I don't know, but it was all about like when they slowed it down and kind of peeled away the layers. It was about like how relationships in this era are much different than like back when they were when Miss Jackson was married. It's yeah. Like, it's it's weird because you're like, oh shit, it's about something. And I was talk I was saying this to Lydia and she kinda gave me like the side eye. She's like, I'm like, folk and rapper the same thing. Like Bob Dylan was a rapper. Oh yeah. But it was it's just like a different kind of It's just filter. about the presentation of it. Totally. So in the so now you're gonna recognize the song. I'm sure I'm you might have to, to fast forward a little bit because if you're on the music video, there's a whole intro it's cool cars. Oh. You know this song. Boy, I like it that. No, yeah. no. Wait, is it? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just thinking because it's a. Uh... Oh, wait, I think that's another song that just has the same beat. That's funny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's another song and so you broke this down like to slow so we like, broke this down to be played in like a great gatsby film or something that's so cool and, and did it really happen uh well the recording exists but um it's being pitched so we'll see if anybody picks yeah. it up but um i played it at my last show and it was so fun to see people's reactions especially the girls they're like yes <laughs> tell them like, it was so funny so i was like i bet you want the goodies i bet you thought about it got you all hot and bothered me because i talk about it and like so we really like slowed it down yeah. and and we got like we got the drummer like doing like you know you can like stank face listen to it like it was cool <laughs> but, but i could totally that, that's amazing but like that's your cover now like yeah so that's something that i haven't really seen done not for that song no not yeah, at all definitely not um like, yeah so i'll definitely break that out at a few more shows that's amazing uh, the song that i was singing to that beat was freak a leak um, <laughs> Freakily. Like, oh, Freak yeah. Hey, maybe that'll be my next, you know, Shauna, jazz. Trees, yeah. That'll that. be my next uh, cover. Freakily. You know, maybe that's, that's maybe I'll make that a thing. Take early two thousands hits and turn them into Great Gatsby uh, um, hits. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's great. I mean, I got an hour. I'm happy. I want cool. you to just. Um, can you just like do a plug for your social sites and things like that. Yeah. I'll also do it at the beginning, but if you say it now, then I'll know how to say it. Perfect. Earlier. Okay. So you can find all my music and videos on my website, first and foremost, evangeliamusic.com. That's spelled E-V-A-N-G-E-L-I. 
iamusic.com. Nice. <laughs> um, and from there, you can get to my socials, which uh, are at Evangelia Music. So it's all just branding. Yeah. Oh, look at that. The branding, the yep. marketing that we were talking at about. At Evangelia Music. Yes. Yeah, so that's how you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter. I think the only thing is on Twitter, I think it's evan- at Evangelia underscore music. Yeah. That's the only difference. Yeah, and but. I've been in the stock market lately, and, like, so I have to, like, evaluate. I think that, like, I'm going to put a, a buy on you because I feel like we are, I feel like this conversation is going to be, like, in six months, I'm going to be like, yeah, I talked to that girl. <laughs> right? Uh, yes. Yeah. You know? All right, so I'll leave it at that. Thank you so much. Thank I you. It. Awesome. I got to get better at not saying, like, I was doing good there for a while, and I think it took a step backwards in that episode. But either way, it's a work in progress. Hey, speaking of works in progress, we're moving. We're no longer going to be hosted on SoundCloud. We're going to anchor.fm. So from here on, you can find the podcast at anchor.fm slash conversation dash piece. That's right, folks. We've moved up in the world. We're no longer dealing with underscores. We're at hyphen level. So again, that's anchor.fm slash conversation dash peace. It's a great platform. I've only been in it for like a week and I love it. Whether you're into listening or making podcasts, it's super duper cool. So you can still find us there on Apple Podcast app, Spotify, Google Play Music, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Thank you to Evangelia. I wasn't lying. I think she's going to be the next big thing. In about three to six months, we're going to look back on this episode and wonder how I was even able to score a conversation with this girl. It's just the combination of her talent and work ethic is deadly, and it's going to take her to wherever she wants to go. So go give her props, uh, SoundCloud, Instagram, everything that she just said. And also, big thanks to Lydia. Lydia hooked Evangelia and us up. She's super cool. We're working together a lot more. I'm actually trying to convince her to get on the podcast next. But who knows? Until next time, see ya!